Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. Heavyweights Dennis Reyes and Terrence Walker joined the podcast to preview their fight on the December 3rd Ignite Boxing Card at the Hyatt Regency in Minneapolis. Expect fireworks as both fighters are heavy-handed and are determined to put on a good show for the local fans. Reyes, a native of Cuba now fighting out of Minneapolis, will enter the ring with a 3-3 record as a pro. Walker, 1-2, returns home to Minneapolis after going on the road for his first three fights. I hope you enjoy the episode. I'll jump right into it here. Uh, uh, My name is Sean Strauss. This is Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm pleased to be joined with Dennis Reyes, and uh, James Clark's going to be doing some translating for us. Uh, good to see you, gentlemen. How are we doing this morning? We're good, thank you. Yeah, estamos bien, Said we're we're all good. Now you guys just got done with a training session today, is that correct? Well, actually, uh, we're trying to get all the uh, medicals in, so we uh, we haven't trained yet. We're we're uh. <laughs> we're trying to get all the medicals done and in, and talking to doctors and nurses and uh, nurses translators. You got to do blood work, the eye exam, and the physical. So uh, um, just getting all that done in order to, so he can fight this Saturday. So that's been a kind of a paper chase. But yeah, we're working on that. We haven't worked out yet today, actually. So for the listeners, yeah, we're talking on Monday. Obviously, uh, fight's coming up this Saturday. Um, Now, Dennis is going to be facing off against uh, who? Can What do you guys know about your opponent? Can you tell us who he is and what you know about him? What is this? Two opponents. Um, he said he's, you know, he was good. Yeah, he said he's he's good, but but everybody's good. Uh, so we yeah we've seen some film on him, so uh, we we've been like training accordingly. But he said he's watched film on him. He's he's you know he's. he's before, like he said, he was, you know, he's big, he's, uh, he's good, he's tall, so it, it should be a good fight. Yeah, your opponent's uh, Terrence Walker. Um, I've seen some video of him working out at the uh, work gym. Um, we're going to be talking to him later tonight. Um, so that'll be interesting, you know, to hear what, what his background in the sport is. I, we've talked to Dennis before, but I've never uh, met Terrence, so it'll be interesting to hear his story. Um, but in general, how has training been going, Dennis? I mean, you, you fought this past summer on the top rank card, uh, but since then, how has training been going? Después de esta pelea que tuviste en el SPN, ¿cómo está el entrenamiento desde este momento hasta ahora? Es algo bien. Uh, very good. Estamos bien, hemos entrenado bastante. He said that, yeah, he's been, he's been training constantly. He's, uh, he's, um, he's been training well. Um, uh, he's, yeah, he's ready for the, he's ready for the fight this Saturday. Um, I know we saw you briefly at the, uh, David Morrell, um, fight. Uh, what was your thoughts on that fight? And, uh, did that just get you excited, uh, you know, for your own fight? So, él dice que es 
Temer Arenas, the player de, de tu amigo David Morel, él dice que ¿qué pensaste de este player? ¿Qué piensas de, de su pelea? Y, y, y esto te emocionó por tu propia pelea ese sábado. Bueno, somos, somos cubanos. Me, me emociona ver a mi país y ver la cantidad de boxeadores cubanos que están llegando aquí a este país. Y boxeadores que tienen un sueño que hemos tenido siempre, hemos tenido hambre de, de, de gloria y de victoria. He said that he was, you know, he's, he was happy for his, uh, you know, his, his teammate there, uh, David Morrell. He said he was happy to see all the, all the Cubans that, that came to the, the show. He said it's been their, their dream since they were in, in, in Cuba to, to be able to fight on a big stage like that and uh, um, to come here and to be able to fight professionally. So he goes, he was pretty happy to see all the, uh, well, his friend win, but all the, uh, but all the Cubans there sort of, I'm supporting the uh, Cuban fighters. Yeah, it was definitely uh, cool to see. I mean, I know there was lots of Cuban flags there and a lot of Cuban fans, um, not just for Morel, but also for Mendoza. Um, now, this coming fight is at the Hyatt Regency in Minneapolis. Um, has he ever been to the Hyatt, uh, James, or does he know anything about it? Um, so as the players in El Hyatt downtown, so downtown Minneapolis, as a star that we no, never, he's never fought there. I fought MMA. I fought two or three MMA fights there for the same promotion. While it was, it was driller, but ignite it was called driller back then they're ignite, but I fought two or three MMA fights on their shows there at the, at the Hyatt. I was just there like two weeks to go for that fight to win promotion that, that big jujitsu promotion out of Denver. Um, they came here, uh, they actually needed to use our cage for that because they had had all their equipment stolen. So they had brought their stage and everything, they had their equipment stolen. So I lent them our cage so they could do their, their promotion here. But I was just there a couple of weeks ago. But Dennis said he's never been to the Hyatt. He's never he's been there uh, into that hotel. So it'll be his first time there. What was your impression? I mean, you, you know that the previous Ignite cards were held at Canterbury. Uh, what's your impression as the Hyatt compared to that location? Uh, both are really good venues. Uh, like I said, uh, I've been to the Hyatt like either three or four times. Uh, that was, uh, that was, that's a really good venue. I, uh, um, the, you know, the Canterbury shows were, were good. Uh, I think, uh, each venue is as good as the other. So uh, it's closer for us. I mean, uh, sure. you know, Canterbury is a bit of a jaunt for us and what, like an hour away, but the Hyatt, uh, when I went there a couple of weeks ago, I think it only took us 15 minutes to get there from Fridley. So closer for us. Very cool. Now uh, we mentioned um, earlier um, that I asked you about Morel, but morell has been working with Ronnie Shields down in Texas. I'm just curious. I know we've talked in the past and, um, Dennis doesn't like the cold. It's getting cold. Are you are you going out of town to do any training, or are you doing all your training here in Minnesota? So, entendiste? So so. Okay. El el dice que David Morel está entrenando con este Shields in in uh, in Houston. El 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 quiere preguntar. Oh, sorry, Miami. Actually, I think. No, Houston. Is Houston. I can't. Is it Houston? Oh, I was right. Houston. Houston. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um. Uh, so él dice que uh, um, él recuerda que 
jag tittar någonting gust eller frio så spännande att göra i Houston för en tur nåt. No, no, men gust eller frio. I like the cold. He said he likes the cold here, but uh, I don't understand why. But yeah. he he does. He Pero says he likes the cold. Me han hecho, me han hecho propuesta, me han hecho propuesta It, para ir para Houston para el gimnasio de Morey. He actually he was just talking about this before you know we went on the air with with you that uh, David Morel and uh, is it Shields the coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan They've offered him to go down there and and uh, and and train and put him up and 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 train him. And I told him even though I, I wouldn't want to lose him here, I told him that's a really good opportunity um, to you know to go down there and and uh, and train with them whatever. So what, he's he's thinking about it, but he says. Uh, He said he likes the cold here. Uh, if he goes to Houston, I'm thinking about going with him. I don't like the cold here. Si no, me invitaron. Me hicieron la invitación que puedo ir a Houston y entrenar allá. Y le dije, okay, lo tendré en mente, pero no estoy dispuesto a ir a Houston. Well, he says that uh, they've, they've invited him there. They said they would they would put him up there. They would they would let him train there. Uh, they wouldn't charge him a, like a gym fee. And so there was, he said there was a pretty good invitation, but uh, um, he said he's, he's thought about it, but he's, uh, um, he's he likes it here. He's going to stay here, I guess. Yeah, I suppose it's not easy to uh, to just pick up and leave um, for, for even for any amount of time, even if it was a week, if you've got a job and, and a family here. Um, it sounds like the cold's growing on him. So now he's a true Minnesotan if he actually likes the cold. And this is so so. El dice que ahorita eres un gringo. Yeah. I'm biking. I love the biking. Right on, right on. So uh, camp's going well, though. I mean, what can you tell us about, you know, are you doing anything different this camp? Are you doing all your training in Valhalla? Are you mixing it up? Uh, what can you tell us about how camp's going? ¿Cómo está el campo su entrenamiento por este playa? Está bien. Está bien. Ya estamos bajando la estamos bajando la temperatura para volverla a subir el sábado y darlo todo el sábado. Va bueno, va buen buen evento el sábado. He said he's going to show up and give a really good fight this uh this saturday he has been training a couple times a day so like we, we work out twice a day here for like the professional fighters so we work out like we're here at the gym now as you can see behind you um we're here at valhalla right now so we work out uh you know monday wednesday friday in the morning like from nine to eleven and then we monday wednesday friday in the evening we work on on boxing and kickboxing you know kickboxing and boxing on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then Marty Lindquist, he does our, our boxing class on Friday. So, but Dennis has been coming in twice a day for those, like he comes in Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. And then he comes in a uh, um, couple times in the evening too, especially for Marty's class. Nice. Nice. So what about sparring? Is he, uh, is he doing all his sparring in-house there or is he, you know, bringing fighters in, um, going out to other gyms to spar? How's that going? No more sparring. Uh, Existe algún sparring antes. Yeah, sí, yeah. sí, es sparring, pero this is week no more sparring. Yeah, he said that he's well, he has been doing sparring like leading up to it, but he's sure. not doing any sparring this week just so he doesn't get cut or whatever. But yeah, he's sure. been starting. I mean, we do have a lot of heavyweights here. We have like like twelve heavyweights. Like there's Brian Oseth, was who weighs about two hundred ten pounds, about the same height as the opponent. That's been giving him some good looks. He's been sparring with uh, Andrew Case Allen, who's a pro heavyweight 
Con Not, TJ. Uh, con, uh, TJ O'Connor, Thomas O'Connor's yeah, right. inspiring a lot with him. Inspiring, inspiring with, uh, you know, with Blake Bergeson, who's, who's, uh, you know, 170, but, uh, but moves pretty well. So he has been getting some sparring in, uh, uh, Andrew Case Allen's like 500 pounds. So that's probably a little bit bigger than, than he needed for this fight, but, you know, he gave him some rounds. Um, uh, yeah, that's, those are the main workout partners he's had. Marty gets in there with him too. Yeah. I kind of joke around with the heavyweights that you don't have to worry about making weight. Um, you know, with the last uh, week being the holidays, did you get to enjoy eating some good food for the holidays? Comiste durante el Día de Gracia. Him and I have talked about that before. Like Thanksgiving is not no, something that they no, have no, in Cuba. In Cuba, it's normally the activity. It's every day. It's the same every day. No, 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 no festival, no party. It's, sure. It's normally. He's talked about, about Cuba before they... They, uh, he's told me before that they've taken the fun out of life down there. They don't, <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas or Thanksgiving or anything. They go as one day blends into the next down there. But. Well, hopefully uh, that means that he's uh, not distracted with all the delicious foods that we were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't celebrate it here. Um, but yeah, you're you're coming up to fight day. It sounds like you're just getting the final paperwork and all that done. What uh, what does the final week of fight camp look like for you? If you you backed off sparring, um, you know what are these two a days or are you down to one a days now? So él dice que no está haciendo sparring ahorita, entonces cómo está el entrenamiento? Um, ¿Qué haces estos dos últimos días antes de una pelea? El último día relax, relax in the last uh, after after a day, of course it's relaxed. No, no full strong. Uh, this is weak. I need, uh, como se dice, uh, habilidad. Como, on the metal. On metal training. So, so. Solo, uh, solo bajamos un poco la, bajamos un poco, vamos a bajar la temperatura. Como bajar un poco el entrenamiento y dejarlo a media para después subirlo en, en, en sábado. Es viernes, viernes no training. Friday no training. So basically he's saying that like he's, he's kind of winding down. Like he, uh, he's just going to work on like his agility and timing. Uh, but he's not, he's not going to do anything like Friday other than weigh in. Like the Friday, that, like the night before, he's not going to do anything. But he's, he's kind of winding down now. Like he's like. The weeks leading up to it, he's doing two a days. You know, he just might come in once and hit the bag and do some pad work, but that's about it. Um, it lo looks like one of your, uh, well, actually, two of your stable mates there, uh, unfortunately, were going to be on the card and, and ended up aren't being on there. So it sounds like Alex was going to be on there and got an injury. And it sounds like Josh right. did, you know, get an opponent. So unfortunately, he's not going to be on the card. Um, so, you know, normally you guys have like all these teammates going at the same time. Um, do any of them have anything coming up um, other than the uh, the 17th, or is that where like they're going to be showcasing next? Is the 17th? Aaron Shaw, he's uh, he's yeah, he's, he's what in Iowa. He's fighting down in Iowa for the 15th round. There's a promote. Well, actually, it's been 
they've had fights down in Iowa, but this one it's actually going to be in, uh, is it Sioux City, Iowa? No, Sioux City, South Dakota. I saw you share it. I shared, those mixed I, up. I shared Sioux it too. Falls but or Sioux City. It's the one in South Dakota. Sioux, Sioux City, South Dakota, I think it is. Or Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But anyway, that's where he is. Um, I always get those mixed up. But anyway, uh, Shaw's fighting down there. Uh, Shaw's had one pro boxing fight. He had a draw on there, that same show, the 15th round. Um, but those uh, Giovanna's uh, brothers, they, they were on the 15th round on there. But Shaw's fighting on, uh, uh, he's fighting on there. His is on the December 1st. So his is coming up like, his fight is on Thursday, I believe. Okay. So he's down there. And then, uh, you know, James, I wanted to give you a chance to showcase your upcoming show. I mentioned it briefly that you got a show coming up the December 17th. Um, what can you tell us about that show? Yeah, we, uh, we do different events on there. Um, we do like amateur boxing, uh, matches. It's the amateur boxing matches that we do is really for like MMA fighters and Muay Thai fighters that don't, that, haven't liked um signing up for like the usa boxing like this is what sure. some people have told me like some of the muay thai fighters or some of the mma fighters when they try to get some fights with US usa boxing it's their very first boxing fight and they get set up with a guy who's had 40 or 50 fights like i don't do that on our shows if it's one guy's first fight and i won't set him up with a guy who's had 40 fights but USA Boxing has done that. Like like Joshua, my my son, he's you know he's a pro fighter now. But that's happened to him before, where it was his second fight in, and the USA, you know, boxing, uh, um, you know, they would they would tell me, uh, oh, he's the guy's had a couple of fights, but then after Joshua fought him, we found out he's had seventy or eighty fights. So they uh, anyway, the the MMA fighters and the Muay Thai fighters that I've talked to said that they don't like you know, fighting under those conditions for USA boxing. Plus all the other things they tell me like USA boxing charges them like a hundred dollars for a headgear and they make them get like a red one and a blue one. I mean, you can get a headgear for 10 bucks, you know, you can order one, you know, from Pakistan for 10 bucks, but USA boxing charges a hundred dollars each. So they just, a lot of them feel it's a money grab. So I, my amateur boxing events are pretty much for MMA fighters that want to want to do some boxing, but what don't want to go through all the red red tape that happens in uh, USA boxing. So a lot of MMA fighters, uh, a lot of Muay Thai fighters will will do do some amateur boxing on our our boxing shows just so they could get some experience doing that. But that so we have some amateur boxing matches on the seventeenth uh some some good heavyweight fights uh and then we also do like takedown wrestling matches we do wrestling matches in the cage so like for people that that are wrestlers for example that want to you know work their way into mma you know wrestling is a big thing for mma uh, um you know in my opinion the foundation of mma if you're if you're a good wrestler you can dictate where that fight goes but wrestling will change inside of a cage you know like you can't sprawl if your back's against the wall. So the wrestling will change. So that gives some, some wrestlers who want to think about doing MMA a chance to grapple inside the cage. We do the same through jujitsu. We'll do, you know, jujitsu inside the cage. Um, so there, we, we, anyway, December 17th, we have amateur boxing matches, some Muay Thai fights, 
you know, the Muay Thai, you know, is with like, you know, kicks and, you know, you know, uh, leg kicks and, uh, you know, kicks to the head and that type of stuff, knees to the body. Um, so those, those kind of fights. And then we do, like I said, wrestling and jujitsu matches. So there are four sports that go on those days. And it sounds like, uh, that's going to be another combination show then with you and uh, your son, Josh, his gym, uh, strike fitness, or is that just that's right? Yep. And then he's got a pretty good jujitsu match. There's a guy who's actually ironically a pretty good pro boxer. I think he's like three and known as a pro boxer, a guy named Trayvon James. He's also like a three belt. He's won like three, uh, three championship belts in MMA. So Trayvon James, I mean, he's uh, he fights down a lot for that same group, that 15th round, but he's three and all as a boxer. Um, Josh was officially like six and one as a, as a boxer, but those two are going against each other in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu match. So they're, um, that'll be a, that'll be a good match. Uh, Trayvon's a warrior. He's uh, like I said, he's won three, three, you know, title fights in, uh, you know, MMA. So he's, he's got some grappling because of an MMA fighter. So they're going against each other in a, in a submission only jiu-jitsu match. Right on. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a good show. I know uh, fans can get their tickets through you or through your son, Josh's gyms, Valhalla Combat Sports or Strike Fitness. And I believe you guys always do pay-per-views for those shows. And I think fans just contact you guys to get onto that stream. Um, but right, no, that's yeah. awesome. Thanks for, you know, filling us in. Uh, I want to jump back to Dennis and his last, you know, in his upcoming fight. Um, <clears throat> Dennis, I think we've covered just about everything, but I just want to give you a chance to say thanks to whoever, you know, has been helping you, um, you know, if you got any sponsors, anything like that. Well, this opportunity to say gracias a las personas que ayudan a hacer este play, tienes algunos auspicios que queréis agradecer. Sí, quiero agradecerles a ustedes principalmente. He said he first wants to thank you for uh, giving him the opportunity to be on, on your program. Quiero agradecerle a la a la comisión de, de Uceo aquí en Minnesota. He wants to thank the commission here for uh, giving him an opportunity to fight. Quiero agradecerle a, a Tia Bajala por, darme, por abrirme las puertas y darme, darme, darme la oportunidad de pelear en este maravilloso gimnasio. He wants to yeah, thank Bajala for, for uh, giving him an opportunity to uh, train out of this gym. He wants to thank uh, Ignite for giving, like, uh, setting up the show um, so he can fight on it. Quiero darle las gracias también a todos los muchachos que me han ayudado aquí a trabajar y a mejorar mi y a volver a recuperar mi capacidad de boxeo. He wants to thank every all the uh, his teammates here at, at Valhalla that that get in the ring with him and spar with him to help him get better. Y principalmente quiero agradecerle a todos la a todos mis seguidores de Minnesota de boxeo que y le le haremos un gran espectáculo este fin de semana. He wants to thank all the fans uh, that are going to go to the boxing uh, match at the at the Hyatt for uh, uh, giving the, all the boxers and him uh, like a platform to fight in front of them. Awesome. That all sounds great. Thank you so much. I mean, thank you. I know you said to thank me, but thank you. I, I'm blessed and I, I know Brian is, we both are super grateful that all of you fighters are willing to come onto the podcast and share your stories with us and with the Minnesota fight fans. And everybody's looking forward to seeing you in the ring and uh, having a great night of boxing, man. Right. Thanks. Thanks. Sean. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the, thanks for having us on the show today. Uh, I'll kick us off, Brian. If it's all, right. all right. Yeah. Uh, 
Thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. Uh, my co-host is Brian Johnson. Uh, today, we're pleased to be joined with Terrence Walker. Uh, Terrence is going to be facing off against Dennis Reyes on the upcoming Ignite show at the Hyatt Regency in Minneapolis on December 3rd. Uh, Terrence, thanks so much for joining us, man. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm not really familiar with your story. I know I follow you a little bit, and I've seen your... Um, some of your videos that work shares on Instagram. Uh -huh. um, but can you share a little bit about your story and how you got into boxing for our listeners? Oh man. Okay. So, uh, I've been started boxing. I'm 33 now. I was boxing at 16 and, uh, I was really just like one of those troubled youth and I was trying to find ways to stay out of trouble. So I giving my mom a headache. Um, boxing literally is one of those things that changed my life around. Uh, I've been going, I go pretty hard as far as I'm concerned. Like it's an everyday thing. It's more like a lifestyle for me. I've been having trouble finding fights in Minnesota for me though. Um, I've had my three professional fights, but all my fights had to take place out of state. Um, I'm doing it on my own. I've been managing it myself and just trying to figure out the whole game on how it really works. So it's been a bit of a struggle, but this fight right here is something I've been looking forward to getting uh, a homecoming fight. Sure. Just uh getting my name out here in the local and locally. I mean, I'm pretty sure people know about me, but being to go out there and display the skills, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother process. Did you have any amateur fights or did you go straight into the pros? Uh, no. Nah, so I've had, I'm 65 and eight in my amateur career. Okay. All right, so I got a little, little over 70 fights. That's a good amount um, of fights. Yeah. One upper Midwest a few times, once the nationals a few times and, Nice. Um, I was on my way to Olympic qualifiers, but I ended up uh, getting injured and had to pretty much got snatched out of the tournament, you know, at the end of the day. And that was way back. That was years ago, years ago. So it was kind of like a big setback for me mentally, emotionally, et cetera. When you won the upper Midwest, do you recall who you who you faced? Who did you who'd you win in the finals? Um, Maybe. I've won like three times in a row. One of them was like James Dancing Bull. Okay. Um, it was a while ago. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, yeah it was, it was <laughs> a few years, years. The last one I did was probably like 2015, 14. So. No, that's awesome. It's uh, it's cool to, like, as much as I love Minnesota boxing, I learn something new every day. Um, yeah. So I'll definitely be trying to look up, you know, see if I can find some old footage of yours. Um, how's camp going? You know, I like I said, I alluded to the fact that I've seen some of uh, your posts on Instagram that the, those guys at uh, work gym are sharing. Um, and I just uh, followed you. I realized you were following my inbox page, but it looks like you've got three different uh, Instagram pages, uh, partly uh, for your business. It looks like, and maybe a couple personal ones. Oh yeah. So outside of boxing, I'm a, um, I'm a barber. I own my shop in Bloomington quicks barber studio. Um, and then, you know, I have my personal page, but I also do music. So, Oh, I have that. Hair. Yep. So I, I I play drums, play the piano, rap, and make beats, etc. So very cool. got that page, and then I got the boxing page. You know, it's like we'll give so you a quick a chance to plug your uh, your shop, or, or I don't know if you have your own shop, or are you just a barber at a shop? If uh, whatever wherever you're located, where where can people come find you if they want to get a haircut from you or a beard trim or anything like that? Seven nine eight nine South Town Drive in Bloomington. It's right there in the south in the, in the shopping center there, and uh, it's actually in my solo salon, so it's a big suite in there. And uh, 
follow me on Quicks Barber Skills 89, Quicks underscore Barber Skills 89 on uh, Instagram. Actually has the link to where you can just book your appointment so you ain't got to worry about not being able to get in when you get there, et cetera. Cool. Well, definitely try to put the your your different profile links in the comments when we post this on Instagram and uh, and likewise on Facebook so people can, can find you. Uh, All right. But yeah, you, you've been working at work, Jim. Uh, how's camp going? Uh, man, that's probably one of the hardest camps I've been in since uh, I've been doing camps with them. It's going extremely well. Everything according to plan, everything the way um, I need it to be as far as sparring. And like, I feel great. I'm probably like in the best shape I've ever been in. And uh, I have no complaints with camp, but it is, it's been it's been hard, though. Had a couple of days I didn't want to do it. A couple of days I felt like, man, I should just quit. But I'm like, nah, I'm going to keep going. And like right now, I feel amazing. You guys are heavyweights, uh, so you don't have to worry as much about making weight. Um, is is that still something that you're working on? You know, I know everyone's different as far as like where their goal weight is and where they want to be. You know, uh, where are you at as far as where you want to be? Um, As far as for this fight, typically I'm not really where I would – desire to be concerning my weight fighting somebody who's bigger um because i might this is my last fight at heavyweight um when i first started out boxing i was 350 pounds and so um i kind of just i lost weight on accident boxing i just realized now that i lost all this weight like i'm not a natural heavyweight and so going in fighting these guys like i'm big in my neighborhood i'm big in the gyms that I go to, but when I go out the state and I see these guys, they're like towering over me. And I'm like, these are heavy. These are, oh, these are real heavyweights. Like, yeah, this isn't my, clearly not my division. My last fight, I think I gave up 67 pounds or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to comment, you know, you mentioned that you'd gone out of state for all of your fights and, you know, you're one and two, but the two fights that you lost, I mean, you were bravely stepping up against guys with, winning records and not just winning records, but a lot of KOs on their records. So, um, you know, some might call you crazy for that, but I mean, that's insanely brave. Um, but you know, it'll be, um, interesting, like you said, to, to see it when you get a chance now in your own hometown and you didn't have to get on the road and it sounds like you got a good camp. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys, I, um, I'm really, you know, I'm in at the fight. I'll fight and like, like I am a real fighter. Like, I don't want to pick anybody. I don't want to handpick nobody. Like you give me names and I believe I'm supposed to dominate those names. Like as a fighter, I'm kind of like old school. I'm not really on the political field. It's like, no, I feel like I'm the best and I'm willing to go out there and prove that. Now, because I'm managing myself, like after the fact, when I realize how the system works, I'm just like, man, maybe I shouldn't have took those fights just yet. Maybe I should have waited till I got like five, six fights and then took those fights. But it was all a learning process and I'm not really not upset about any of it. It was a great experience. It happened. I learned it early. So now I could tread softly now and I could just do what I'm supposed to do. So I don't, I don't regret fighting any one of those guys giving up what 60 pounds in this one and 70 in the other. Like I don't regret it. Like it was an experience. And now I know, like you said, hometown, I'm like, all right, I, I got my feet wet. Now I'm ready to swim. Yeah, you definitely don't have to go far for this fight. Minneapolis, yeah. it's going to be nice. Uh, yeah. We're going to draw a big crowd. Ignite always draws a big crowd, but it's close for everyone in the Twin Cities, so mm -hmm. I, I'm expecting it to be sold out. Um, 
what can you tell us about who's in your camp, you know, with you? I know you've been, like I said, at work, but I mean, do you have other gyms you're working out at or, or is that your home gym? Yeah, that's the home gym. If I do any other training, I usually, uh, like I'll, I'll shoot out the LA Fitness and use a swimming pool and I do laps. But other than that, I'm out running hills and running with my gym where I'm just, I'm doing not really other gyms. People do come through, like for my first few fights, uh, Joey Abel is a guy that always came through and helped me get ready for the fight. And he's always like, no matter when I call him, he shows up. So it's nothing but love for him. Um, a few other guys that come in to work. Um, got this big guy I've been getting some work with. His name is Royce, about six eight. He's wow. just good, just good work working with him. And uh, mm-hmm. other than Nico staying on me, I got Christopher Bruce, who's really on me when it comes to like the mental and the foundation and and uh, just being a smart fighter and making sure my IQ is where it's supposed to be. We're not brawlers. Like the, the goal is to hit and not get hit. So he really helps me stay mm-hmm. grounded in that area mentally, which is, I feel like is great. Um, a lot of it is just self besides all the sparring and um, the, the the work that I'm getting from Delico James at work. Like a lot of it is just all self-discipline that I just, it's something that I want. And I um, try to go on as hard as I can. Is that who's gonna be in the corner with you is uh, Delico? Delico James and Christopher Bruce. Nice. The legal James head trainer, Christopher Bruce, will be assisting him. Second man. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I've I've mentioned it multiple times on the you know different podcasts and stuff that I got to go down to work once. I interviewed Robbie uh, Lloyd down there uh, uh-huh. before one of his fights on an Ignite card, also. Uh, but I never mm-hmm. got to meet you know the guys who run the work gym. Uh, but I really like the gym. You know, I think that you guys have. A lot of good fighters come out of there and it just seems kind of like a no-nonsense place and it really uh, is it really is and the, uh, the trainers are just like i'm a no-nonsense guy and even when it comes to like my training like if i feel like you're something's wrong like there's no nonsense and our chemistry is so good with the liquor james because like sometimes i get frustrated he just laughs it off like all right bro we still got one more set but it's not like he's not like babying me he's just like bro i don't care we still have one more set you can get as mad as you want and I'm like, that chemistry right there is like, okay, cool. Like, you're not sensitive. I can say what I want, and it's still no games playing. Like, I love it. Hey, Terrence, um, how, do you, how do you feel your matchup with uh, Dennis Reyes? And um, you, you feel like uh, this is a pretty good matchup for you? or? Um, yeah, I feel like it's a pretty good matchup simply because, honestly, I didn't know who, the, who the, he was until the name was brought to me. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly was just like, find me somebody. And he was probably like the seventh per- name that was brought up that they'd be like, okay, well, everybody else said no, but he said he'll do it. Um, yeah, as he- far as the matchup, I feel like it's pretty good. Um, I know he's big. I know he's strong. I know he's going to try to knock me out like they all do. That's really like my concern as far as skill wise. Um, I feel like I got it down, hands, hands down. Um, not really too much worried about the simple fact that he's trying to knock me out. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, um, do you I think, think it's a pretty good matchup. I didn't want to fight no Uber drivers. I didn't want to fight no. Mm-hmm. I said I want to fight somebody who can fight. I want to fight somebody who's in the sport. I don't want to fight somebody you just you know. And as far as I'm concerned with that, I'm I'm satisfied. 
Yeah, you'll be taking on another tough guy here. You know, Dennis is always uh, he, he's a he's a tough fighter. And do you think you'll be giving away uh, some weight in this one too? And w what do you think you'll be weighing? How much do you think you'll be weighing for this fight? Uh, it's possible I might give up a little, not too much, maybe two fifteen, two twenty. Okay, walk around. And, uh, other than that, I mean. I'm not trying to let weight be a defining factor on how this performance goes. Mentally, it's like a whole different thing for me, a different, whole different playing field. Yeah, you said you're... So do you think you'll be moving down to... Uh... Oh, for sure. For right. sure. Cruiserweight, this is my last fight at heavyweight. Um, mm -hmm. Cruiserweight, where I feel comfortable. I've made 200. I've made 195 easily. And I mm -hmm. feel great. I feel stronger. Um, and... It's just where I feel like I could perform at my best at 200. If heavyweight's another thing, it'd be maybe later on in the career when we're talking like championships or something like that. Hey, Terrence, you mentioned your amateur career there about, what, 73 fights or something like that. Um, yes, sir. It sounds like it, did you, sounds like you took a little time off then between your last amateur fight and when you started fighting pro. Uh-huh. Is that right? What was the uh, the reason for that? You just wanted to get away from it for a while, or no? Nah, honestly, I just didn't have any help. I was trying to figure it out. I didn't know the how the boxing business side worked. All I knew, ever knew, was just train and fight. And so, um, as I just had to learn the business, I had to talk to the right people. And I'm I'm kind of an introvert. I don't really like. I'm a nice guy, but I'm not really outgoing. So I had to step outside my box and just start communicating with people. And then um, once I got somebody that just wanted to take a chance with me, uh, that, that that gap period, that's just how long it took. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, but I was working, uh, whether I had nothing on the car, nothing, no dates or anything, but I just kept working and kept working. And then Corona hit and I just kept working and I kept mm -hmm. working. I turned pro over the pandemic and the outside event in Iowa. I just got a phone call. I wow. drove out there, like, let's go. Like, I've been waiting for this. Let's go. And, and you won that fight, correct? I did. Uh, yep. Second round. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah so what, yes, sir. Yeah. So what, one thing that when we were talking to Colton Warner, he talked about how it's a little bit of a challenge here in Minnesota to find good heavyweight sparring partners do you uh do you agree with that or um oh, okay. have you completely have you, yeah I, I agree completely that's always been the hardest thing for me the hardest like i i i get great sparring from certain guys but they're little i can't mm. low it up i can't put my power on them like i want to it makes me critique everything else which is the good thing but as far as you no know, this guy's it's just as strong as you, if not stronger, staying in the pocket with somebody like it's hard to even like for years. I've had people back out of sparring sessions and last minute we we make plans to meet at seven o'clock in the morning. And I get cancellations or I'll show up and a lot of heavyweights here. Some of them are fighters and that's probably the ones that are still out here. Some of the ones on this card, but then you just have people that just want to claim for the claim I'm a boxer or claim I'm this I'm that for whatever attention they're getting outside the boxing ring but when it comes to putting in that groundwork mm -hmm. serious in Minnesota it's unfortunate but we don't have enough serious heavyweights mm-hmm
And really, like, we don't really want to compete against each other anyway. We can make each other better to go somewhere else and just really bring boxing back like it was back in, like, 2007. Like, it was a nice little boxing scene around then. Yeah, Colton alluded to that as well. He said he wishes that, you know, the 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 local community here would have, like, sort of like a heavyweight day or something where, you know, a bunch of heavyweights get together and, and just mix it up and help make each other better. Uh, oh, that, would be, that would be that would be very substantial. I would love he, that. <laughs> obviously, he knows like uh, some people don't want to do it because maybe they're afraid you're going to have to fight, you know, someday. But in the in the long run, I think it benefits all of you. You know, so makes it all better. I don't want to get in there with a guy, a tomato can. Like, yeah, it's practice, but mm-hmm. I don't want to get in here and just pulverize you or nothing like that. Like, nah, like make me work, like make me better. I got hit too many times. Now I know, like. I don't well, want to if work it's controlled people. sparring too. I mean, you don't want exactly. to just beating the hell out of each other. You're there trying to make each other better. You know, you're working on skills and um, don't yeah, get me wrong. Exactly. I mean, you want to be able to throw like what you were saying. You want to be able to not be holding back all the time because the guy's smaller. Um, but yeah, you're not, you're not going to, to knock guys out in sparring either, you know? Yeah. And if, if it sometimes things happen, but we usually catch ourselves and sometimes sparring sessions do get intense. But mm-hmm. you're going to have boxing matches that are going to be really intense. Yep. Like, if you're used yep. to fighting in a sauna, when you get out here in the desert, it's <laughs> not going to be that bad. Right. So maybe you and Colton can get together for some sparring sessions sometime. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, would, <laughs> I love that. I mean, I've worked with Colton way back in the day. Yeah. And I hear good things. And, I mean, personally, like, personality-wise – Colton's pretty like I have nothing of nothing to say like he's always showing me love always showing me respect vice versa so like mm-hmm. if we could work that out then I thumbs up well he's looking so we're, we're, we'll put him on the spot right here and say Colton you got to give Terrence a call <laughs> yeah you gotta call me man let's let's put each other man <laughs> right on so yeah. we're on the last week here as we're interviewing Terrence here this is Monday evening of fight week um, I talked to your opponent earlier today, um, and you know, it sounds like they've already kind of, you know, backed off no more sparring for this week. And, uh, you, you know, you'll be able to listen to, to him speak for himself, uh, through James Clark, his interpreter, um, you know, once we publish the, the episode, but what can you tell us about how your, your final, your week goes, you, you winding down too, or, you know, sparring over for you as well, or, you know, um kind of winding down i'm kind of winding down i sparred yesterday um i was trying to get in some light rounds today i usually don't stop this i do uh, the last two like monday tuesday like a week before like those first two days i might be getting like some light sparring but it's really just like cooling down therapy mental clarity um making sure my body's healed everything that might have been i might have been concerned about just taking care of it all the small details right now just making sure i'm sharp nothing crazy at all even with sparring like sometimes it's just moving around to make sure i'm okay um i kind of do it every day regardless <laughs> like if i could spar every day i really would um but yeah we're just we're just taking it easy right now i'm headed into the gym now uh i just stay sharp pad works probably not to get any miles but you know maybe go swimming or something like that i don't know we're just gonna take it light and see how my body feels as i as i go right on right on well uh one of the things i want to make sure i give you a chance to do is uh give a shout out to you know anyone who's been helping you 
um, if you got any sponsors or anything like that. But, you know, whoever you want to thank, man, uh, give shouts out. Okay. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank God because without him, I am nothing. Um, as far as I give a shout out to myself or my barber studio, Quick's Barber Studio, because I've been having to fund a lot of my own things and it's helped me get a lot done just by people coming in and getting their hair cut. Um, all of the glory is a clothing brand, but they've sponsored a few couple of my fights and they've always had my back. So I want to give them a shout out besides, uh, work Jim and Hopkins. Of course, I'm going to give them a shout out. Like they're great. Um, so loud food truck. They been keeping me well fed. Uh, <laughs> so what kind of food um, is that? They have like I usually go in there. And I I get the fried typical fried chicken and some rice or whatever. But it's um it's Asian food, Chinese food. And, and they, they one more time, what's that called? So Lao. So Lao. So Lao. Yep. How do you spell that? Uh, C O A L, uh, C O C O L, L O U. I believe. Okay. Right on. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Nope, that's about it. That's about it. Uh, other than just giving glory to God, man, for this opportunity. That's about it. Right on. Well, thank you again for making time to talk to us tonight and, you know, letting the fans hear your story. Uh, we look forward to seeing you fight night. We'll be there sitting ringside and hope to be able to shake your hand and talk to you afterwards, man, and see oh, how it for went. Sure, for sure. Most definitely. All right, well, have All a good right. workout, and we'll see you fight night, man. All right, thank you. You guys have a good night. Thank you, too. Take right. care. Thanks. Bye.